0: This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. Good afternoon, well, afternoon,
1: everybody. I'll just refine that to afternoon. It's kind of gray and dreary out there. Thought it was supposed to be a prettier day. But anyway, we'll take it. It's a good day. At least we don't have a cold front Blasting through like we did a a week ago at this time. I am here to talk about your landscape and your garden. Mike Bass is in the other studio and he is there to answer your phone calls. It all begins with a phone call to 888 787 KLIF. It's 888 787 5543. Call right now, won't you, please, if I can help you with any of your questions left over from last February's freeze 11 months ago almost or looking ahead toward this year's landscape and garden activities, that's what we're here for. And uh, it may not be terribly busy today. It could be. We don't know. But uh, the uh, the point being, it's going to get busy, really busy, in the next couple of weeks. And so this would be a good opportunity for you to call through right now. Lines are available. 888-787-KLIF, 888 888-787- 787 Five five four three. Call right now, please, and we'll talk about plants. There's just a a lot about to happen. Spring is not very far away. It's just amazing. As soon as you get through New Year's, that you're thinking about planting asparagus and English peas come in in late feb uh, late Mar, uh, Hello, late January, and uh, it's time for transplanting things right now, and it's time for. Pruning peach and plum trees, not so much the other trees, you don't prune your other fruit trees so much, but peach and plum trees, any time in the next four or five weeks, oh, we can talk about any of those things, so anyway, let me do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, we'll get the program underway, you get your calling underway, we only have three lines available, so hopefully they'll all be filled as we get ready to, to go this afternoon, 888 787 KLIF eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is N Sharan. Now every time I get a name like this, it it's it's a TV something or other or some name that I'm supposed to know and, and I'll just say right now I don't know that name so I'm the last guy in the world to find a lot of these things out. This two and a half year old shepherd Mix is looking to take a break from the limelight to find his new family. He's a handsome fellow with a red coat, pointed ears, and a dazzling smile. While he may not sing as well as his namesake, there I go, I'm getting a clue. Why don't I Google these things before I make a fool of myself? Ed Sharan does have a lot of talent. He's a pro at catching treats, he's a master at playing with toys, and he gives the best doggy kisses around. Ed also gets along with other dogs, so he'd love to meet some new potential fans. I'm kind of thinking if this is uh, some kind of a star and you step outside the back door and call his name, that may look a little presumptuous, but it's not my, my call on this thing. When, he, when he's not strutting his stuff, he's quite content to snooze in his bed to recover from his busy schedule. He's also eligible for a trial adoption so you can bring him home and, and see him shine before you make things official. Uh, from January uh, 2, from, in other words, from right now through the 16th, Ed Sharan, and all, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and all, Sharon, thank you, Mike. Mike stood all he could. <laughs> Man, he sounded insistent in my headphones. All right. Ed Sheeran and all the other adult dogs and cats. That I'm going to hear as soon as we go to a break. He'll tell me at SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center are only $22 to adopt to ring in 2022. Ed Sheeran is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas to meet him. Come visit him any day between noon and 6 p.m. Now, just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Ed Sheeran has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age appropriate vaccines. He's going to be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I 30 West of Hampton Road. The SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, open for adoptions every day, noon to 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash pet. Visit spca.org dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org catadopt to inquire about a cat. So there you go. Hope that uh, helps. Hope we can get Ed adopted. And uh, that's sponsored by Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. It's kind of day. It's nice to be in the house, be all cozy. And cozy begins with a great roof. You know, if you don't have a great roof, you don't get cozy. Texas premier roofing contractor serving all of north central Texas with the finest in roofing since 1986. There are 100,000... Wortham Brothers' roofs out there. Now, you know, they've been there since 1986, so I think it's fair to say that some of those roofs have been replaced due to hailstorms and other things. But there are a lot of those that are still out there. All kinds of roofs, composition, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, new or residential re-roofing. They do it all. They do flat roofs. I, that just speaks volumes of a company. When they put on their website, we do flat roofs. Because that's a real challenge. It takes specialists to do flat roofs. If you think you've had hail or wind damage or you're just not sure and you think you need somebody that knows roofs better than you do, then this is the company to call. There's no charge for them to come out and take a look at your roof. And uh, if you have problems, they'll show you what they are and where they are. If you don't, they'll tell you. You don't have a problem. Uh, roof is getting some age on it or this or that, and uh, then they'll thank you for inviting them out. But if you do have a problem, they will, uh, they will then let you contact your insurance carrier. It's important that you do that before too much time passes because there are time limitations. It's also important if you're getting ready to sell your house that you have it inspected ahead of time by Wortham Brothers. And if there is a problem, identify it and know ahead of time. Don't be surprised on the home inspection. Oh, that's not good. So, anyway, Wortham Brothers is the company to call uh, either to have your roof inspected or to have your roof replaced. And uh, they do the best job. I know because we've had them on our roof. We've had them replace our roof. The roofing company. It's built on integrity, quality, and innovation. The roofing company that replaced the Sperry family roof. Call them today at 972-562-5788. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. They use their initials in the website, wbroofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company.
2: Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and you're looking for great, authentic Yeti products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil.
1: All right, Carrie, thank you very much. She is so chipper and a great, uh, great uh, co-owner of the store, I guess. I don't know what her position is with JJ there in terms of the ownership. None of my business, but she sure knows the store. Let me uh, go to my first call today. Anthony and Addison. Anthony, thanks for calling. How can I help you? Oh, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I had this
3: great ground cover in my backyard And when that freeze came through, it took about 80% of it out. Now all I get to grow back in there is weeds and crabgrass. And how do I kill off the stuff I don't want without killing the rest of the
1: ground cover that I had? Okay, that is going to be a good question. It's going to start with finding out what kind of ground cover you had.
3: That's a good question. Um, How can I describe it? It was a viney very fine leaf very thickly compacted you know how that grows uh, very thick um i'm not sure the name of it
1: all right um i am reluctant to give you my my prize answer uh because it would only apply to one ground cover and i hate to start describing ground covers and have you say yeah it sounds just like it and then have it not be the the same ground cover. Um, does this bloom ever?
3: I don't believe so. Not, I don't believe I've seen it bloom.
1: All right. And uh, what you said to describe it really would fit almost every ground cover. There are some that just make <laughs> clumps, but most of them have vines. Is it? Uh, are the leaves about the size of a dime, dime to nickel size?
3: Yeah, very small, like fine leaves.
1: All right, but but dime-sized or so. I'm not worried about the texture of them as much as the size. Yes, just about okay. yes. All right, and uh, when they mature in uh, in June, July, are they very leathery, very very uh, almost thickened? Hmm. I'm I'm trying. Do you know what Asian jasmine looks like?
3: I don't. I can Google
1: it real quick while we're on the phone,
3: but um, it's the stuff you see kind of all over the place. I see it at least all over the place. Well, the reason I'm I'm asking. Google Asian jasmine.
1: Asian jasmine. Has to be Asian jasmine. There are all kinds of jasmine. Oh. Trachylospermum asiaticum. Um, The reason I'm asking that is it has been, for many years, the most common ground cover, and it was hurt badly by February's cold. Um, And there is a weed killer that can be used in Asian jasmine. Uh, It's not on the label, and I'm not going to recommend it, but I'm going to tell you, I've used the, the weed killer, and hundreds, thousands of landscape contractors have and probably have never encountered any damage. Uh, nor have I uh, in in killing weeds in Asian jasmine beds, but I would not even pretend to recommend it or even mention it for any other ground cover, uh, because I no. Think that... You
3: got it right. That's what it is exactly. I All just googled right. the picture of it, yeah. and it looks just like that. Yes.
1: All right. Well, in Asian jasmine beds, uh, to get rid of grasses like uh, persistent grasses, perennial grasses like Bermuda grass. Um, Uh, It has been known for 30 or 40 years that the original glyphosate weed killers, G-L-Y-P-H-O-S-A-T-E, that's the active ingredient, that those can be used in June or July to kill the grassy weeds without hurting the Asian jasmine. The time you would not want to try that would be in the spring when there's new growth of the Asian jasmine. It's really tender at that point. And I'm not recommending you do that because I'm going against the label. It's not on the label. Um, I, somebody just said, I'm sure back in the 70s, I am so tired of Bermuda grass in my Asian jasmine, I'm just going to spray it with the original Roundup, the original Roundup that only had glyphosate. I'm going to kill the whole bed, jasmine and all, and start over. And they found out much to their chagrin that it only killed the Bermuda, it didn't kill the jasmine. So that's that one's totally on you, and, and you take the risk, but I've never seen it do any damage if it's done once the jasmine turns leathery. Okay, but I would never use that on any other ground cover. Um, or if you do, you need to just try a tiny area. I've seen it used on on Purple Winter Creeper euonymus in a very small area and uh, without any damage, But but you have to trial it, and it always is going to be in... In early summer, not on the new growth. Um, For the other weeds, I don't know without seeing those other weeds. Jasmine was hurt last year by the cold, and there was some die out of it because of the severity of that cold damage. And uh, what you probably would want to do then is uh, once you get rid of the weeds, come back in with uh, some nice big plants of Asian jasmine and just uh, plant them in the voids and let it take hold, and cover again. I don't think you'll see that kind of die out again for many, many years probably. That would be my hope.
3: Okay, that sounds good.
1: All right. All right, appreciate your call, Anthony. Thank you very, very much. All right, Connie in Dallas, Dave in Plano, you'll be the next two up, and we have one line open. That would be Anthony's line at 888-787-KLIF. Call now, won't you please? 888 787 K-L-I-F. That's 5543. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book that I self-published so that I could make the decisions myself of what got included in the book. I had a wonderful editor working alongside me, a dear friend. She's just a fabulous soul, Carolyn Skye, and Cindy Smith did the graphic design layout of it. And uh, the three of us did this book. Didn't have to work with committees. The committee was us. It's, I think, your go-to gardening reference for the whole state of Texas. Every county is uh, equally covered. It's self-published, and uh, that way it is done to my specifications with carolyn's uh, uh, very strong input and, and guidance covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of texas lawns landscapes annuals perennials fruit and vegetable gardening it's all in there chapter two i want to call your attention to it's that 48 page calendar four pages per month telling you what needs to be planted pruned fertilized and sprayed in that month you want to know what you need to do in january it's right there four pages for january Then there'll be four pages for February, so you'll always do the right things at the right times. 344 pages. It's a hardback with 840 of my best photos, more than 25 multi-page charts in this book to help you succeed in all your gardening endeavors. This is the fifth printing. The sixth printing is on the presses now in San Antonio, and I did that uh, in San Antonio, not overseas, to keep fellow Texans employed. Now, the book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells, and that's the way that I was able to ensure that. I didn't want to have it on Amazon because it'd go out and be sold, and I'd never get a chance to sign them that way. And uh, so, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. Of the 73,000 sold so far, not one request for a refund. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. The sixth printing will be more because of the, uh, the the shortages in all the different kinds of supplies. You know, you hear about it everywhere you turn. But you can still get the fifth printing at thirty-six ninety-five, and uh, the book will pay for itself by the end of this spring. That's part of the guarantee. I know it will. Now there are two ways you can order it. Since it's not in stores or on Amazon, you can order it by calling my office Monday through Friday or from my website. The office phone number, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. I'll be signing tomorrow afternoon and evening. e i l S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. All right, I've been uh, I've been straightened out on Ed Sheeran now, and I know the facts, so I'm an old guy, got to put up with it. If you had a singer from the 60s, 50s, maybe I'd get that one. I'd like to take some time now to tell you about another group of incredibly hardworking people that go even beyond the gardeners of North Texas. These are people who keep us happy and healthy. They're the people who work at Baylor, Scott, and White Health. They're the frontline workers. You think they're busy right now? Oh my gosh. This is a crazy time to be in healthcare. And the people at Baylor, Scott, and White just keep helping. Help after help after help. I had a doctor's appointment this week. And you know how you normally, in any doctor's office, it says must cancel within 24 hours? I called morning of my appointment and I said, you know, I just, I've had my shots, but I'm just not anxious to get out into a, into a doctor's office. And this is a a doctor who is at uh, Baylor, uh, Scott and White McKinney. And I said, is there any chance of a virtual meeting? And they said, we would be happy to do that. And they probably don't want people coming in there either. It works both directions. But they are so accommodating and so understanding. And and they were right there. And they would have, they would have said, come right on. We'll help you here. They would have done anything. They are there, never giving in, never settling for good enough. They want to do the best, and they want us to feel comfortable. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but they are there trying their best to help us. Showing up every day, giving every ounce of their energy. That's pretty cool. And to us, you, my listener, and to me, remember there are plenty of ways that we can show our appreciation of the front line. One of them is what I just said. Get vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and wear your mask. and Wear it anytime you're out in public. Uh, Wear it any time you're in with anybody else. Those are great ways to show your support. And share those messages on social media. Please help us beat this beast back. Oh, my goodness. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line, for all that you do to keep us all safe. This is not about politics. This is about common sense and science and health. And, uh, And I thank you. And so we thank Baylor Scott and White Health. Thank you i'm mark Suri from mr c's ace hardware in hearst when you need reliable localized help and great lawn and garden products outdoor power equipment or hardware for your home come see us we're the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil long time friend thank you mark very very much let's go back to uh, the phone lines to connie in dallas connie this is neil good afternoon
2: Good afternoon. We have a Savannah holly tree on our side yard, and our HOA is planning to plant more of those. It's not a holly that I've heard you mention, I don't think, and I would like more information. And also, how can I make my Savannah holly more attractive? Because it doesn't look, uh, it's not thick. It's it's tall, but uh, just not uh, thick and, and nice like you think of a holly
1: well the reason that you don't hear me recommend them is I just don't think they do very well for very long in the in the black clay soils and with the Auckland water that we have uh, in um, in in the Metroplex um, and as I've always said there's a reason that they are called Savannah Hollies and not Dallas or Fort Worth Hollies they're part the country yeah the wrong part of the country um, there, there are a couple of groups of hollies, uh, and, and they are more than that, but there are two big groups. One of them are Ilex uh, crinata, the Japanese hollies, and another is Ilex cornuta, the, the Chinese hollies. And out of the Ilex cornuta, we get Nelly R. Stevens and willow leaf holly and Chinese holly and Burford holly. And you think of those, and you know how, how well those do. And then out of the Japanese holly, the crenatas, you get... Uh, you get a whole bunch of, of types that don't do well, that's where Sky Pencil Falls and a lot of the others. And you also have American Holly, Ilex opaca, or East Palatka, and a lot of the others come from that are so beautiful. But they're they're best adapted from, um, oh, Cedar Creek Lake eastward, the east side of okay. Cedar Creek Lake eastward. And Savannah's... Uh, are hybrids that, that fit in in that group. They really need the sandy, acidic soil. And you, they, they'll go for a little while because when you plant a nice big one, it'll have that original soil from the container, and so it'll eke it out for a few years, but then eventually it realizes this is not my kind of soil. Uh, this is not my kind of weather. that's not my kind of irrigation water. And they begin to turn yellow, and they begin to thin out, and iron deficiency hits them, and so after 10 okay. years, they don't look very good. I, if you have any control or, or power or a vote with your HOA, they would be better served with some of the, the big um, Chinese holly hybrids. They'd okay, so, so maybe
2: 10 years out of the holly that I have, and we've been here four years, and I don't know how long the holly has been here. So. Right. It's uh, time is is approaching when it's going to want to say goodbye.
1: Well, either that or you're going to have to do a lot of heroic stuff to, to keep it going. And, and I just it's big enough that it's going to be hard to get that much heroic help to it. I,
2: yeah, well, I'm not inclined to help it that much. So. That a
1: girl. Yeah, I like that. That's the way I feel about things. I have a Holly at home that's coming out. I'm tired of helping you. It's just you've you've talked. Now you've asked too much of me, and and we okay. have to get to that point. It takes a while, but we get we get mad after a while.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you've answered my question. Thank you All very much. Right.
1: You're wonderful. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Um, her line is open now if you'd like to call 888-787-KLIF. Uh, there are people who will take great exception with what I just said, and I won't say that they're wrong. But it's just harder to keep a Savannah holly looking good for very long. Um, I, can, I can tell you one that I saw recently that is a beautiful holly, that's Savannah. And I was amazed at how pretty it looks. And it's probably been there 20 years. But, but you don't see very many of them compared to some of the others. Uh, the the Mary Nell hollies and, and those hybrids do pretty well. And so they're a bigger leaf, but they're a, a big holly. And, and the, the uh, seedlings, the, the offspring, the hybrids from Mary now do very well. Uh, 888-787-KLIF. That's 888-787-5543. We'll come back and go to Dave in Plano after our tiny garden tip. But right now I want to tell you about Ace Hardware. Ace is the sponsor of this hour of the program. And you know what? Ace is the sponsor of the next hour of the program all year long. And that's why you're hearing the voices of these Ace Hardware owners. I want that to be the case. I want you to listen. And when you hear one in your neighborhood, you say, well, that's my Ace Hardware. And I, I'm going to go in and meet that person. Like Carrie from Richardson Ace Hardware. You go in and meet her and you'll say, well, you are just as, as nice and, and outgoing as Neil said you were. And you can hear that in her voice or Mark Serrier. And uh, you'll say, that's exactly uh, it, as as neil said neil's a longtime friend i hope you'll do that as you hear their names and uh, these are local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure that you get everything you need they have invested in your community once they've helped you check off all the items on your list you have your shopping list then they'll go back through that list with you and say well did you get such and such did you get a brush to go with that paint I'd like to recommend this kind of brush. They know these things, and they are there to greet you and to help you and to make sure you succeed. It's not about an upsell to sell more merchandise. It's about making sure that you succeed. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. They are friendly people who are there to help. No matter where we are or what we're working on, Ace can help us every step of the way. That's why I shop at Ace. That's why I hope you will, too. ACE is the place with those helpful hardware folks. It's a nonstop news cycle. A
2: preliminary voting report shows the Boy Scouts of America bankruptcy reorganization plan has failed to win support from tens of thousands of men who say they were sexually abused as children.
4: If you look at other countries, South Africa, United Kingdom, once it peaked, Omicron dropped quickly. Let's hope we drop quickly.
3: Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information
1: 570-KLIF. eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes out Thursday evenings just a little after 6 p.m. It comes from my computer. I spend a day, day and a half a week working on eGardens, and I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll find it to be worth your uh, subscribing to and, and uh, your reading. Uh, subscribing, you say? Well, you have to sign up. We have to have an email address for you. A couple of things that I will promise you. Number one, it is free and always will be. And secondly, I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will I ever spam you. I'll never send you an extraneous, unexpected email. You'll get 52 eGardens a year, and that's it. Period. Uh, You get one extra if there's a 53 Thursday year, but that's it. So you don't have to worry about e-gardens. We have almost eighty thousand subscribers, and we'd like to have you as well. There are five stories in every e-gardens. One of them is a featured question of the week. Something that has been asked repeatedly. I'm getting a lot of questions about live oaks, and what do I do with this live oak in varying stages of, of uh, bark loss, etc. Uh, that's going to be. In the, either this week or the next week of eGardens. Uh, I'll also always put in a featured plant of the week. I also put in gardening this weekend where I point out the things that need to be done in the upcoming weekend for eGardens. It comes out Thursday right at the end of the day, so you can make your plans on what to buy on Friday and what to do Friday evening, Saturday, and Sunday. That's why we do it on Thursdays. And uh, this week we have a special guest story from Diane Sitton. She writes one story a month, and this month it's on uh, garden art. From roosters, and I love this one. It's just profusely illustrated. Some of the most fun roosters you ever saw. So sign up for eGardens at my website. Same place you go to buy my book. That's at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. Scroll on down. You'll see the most recent issue of eGardens right where you sign up for eGardens at neilsperry and e i l S-P-E-R-R-Y It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. I have a couple of small trees I wanted to tell you about, and each of them is adapted to shade or part shade. Saucer magnolias bloom first in the spring. They're deciduous trees growing to 15 to 20 feet tall. They're actually large shrubs. Their 3 to 4-inch blooms resemble light purple or white tulips in very early spring. They do best given afternoon shade and ample moisture. They're best in northeast Texas, including the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They do not do well on shallow, alkaline white rocks soils that saucer magnolia some people call it tulip tree magnolia but that's a bad name that's a different tree you want saucer magnolia japanese maples are small trees that must have protection from the hot afternoon sun in texas there are several varieties many of them have purple foliage some of them have green they must have the shade they need moisture and they're beautiful i have more gardening tips for you each thursday evening in e-gardens my free weekly electronic newsletter Sign up at neilsperry.com. Alright, sir. Thank you. Good advice. Let me tell you about Callaway's Nursery right now and invite you to get into your local Callaways for Matrix. Pansies, the perfect combination Callaways and Matrix. That'll help you embrace the cooler temperatures. Their huge selection of cheerful and bright Matrix pansies will inspire you. Matrix pansies are great in flower beds and in containers on the patio. They add a bright splash of color everywhere and we can use that color right now. The big 4-inch pots would have been $1.99, but they're on sale 20% off. Callaway's hand selects matrix pansies specifically for their extra large blooms, their unique colors, and long lasting flowers. You'll love them in your landscape, and they'll last until springtime. Matrix pansies are a great choice in our area since they can handle the highs and the lows of our weather in North Texas. Your pansies will flourish with Callaway's premium flower food. Simply apply once a month to give your pansies, cyclamen, snapdragons, and all, all your other cool season flowers. At extra booth. Well, hello there. There's no H in boost for bigger, brighter, happier blooms, garden success, and quality. Everything you've come to count on when you shop at Callaway's Nursery. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best, and everything is backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit any of their 21 community open-air locations or order online at callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6. That's Callaway's Nursery, C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y-S. Callaway's Nursery, life lived beautifully, Callaway's Com.
2: When you wake up. The crisis at the border.
1: When you work.
2: Reopening our economy. When
1: you drive home.
2: This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All
1: day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. I keep myself as updated as possible. On real
3: news and information,
1: 570-KLIF, KLIF.com. If you are thinking about upgrading your windows with something other than what's there now, those old Venetian blinds that are that are hanging, <laughs> hanging at strange angles, whatever it is, I'm going to suggest to you plantation-style shutters from Sunburst Shutters. That's the place to call 214-343-2601. If you don't know what plantation-style shutters look like, if you don't know what Sunburst Shutters is all about, go to sunburstshutters.com. It's a good place to start. First of all, they're made of polywood. It's designed specifically for the shutter application. It's a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It's uh, it's color fast. They're white or off-white, all the way through, so there's nothing to fade. And uh, it's totally man-made. There's no wood in it, so you're not going to get termites eating their way through. And as I said, it is not going to crack or split, so you don't have to worry about that. They operate with a single finger. They're so easy to operate. They custom make them to any opening in your home. If you have very tall doors or extra wide doors, no problem. You have round windows. Maybe maybe you have round windows. They can fit them in those as well. They love the special challenges, and you'll also find them to be really nice people. I, I, I'm very careful about the companies that I put on the air here, and these are at the top of that list. Nice people. So if you'd like to go to their showroom, call them and have them give you directions and the address it's better just to let them bring samples to your home. They'll show up in that great little car, and they'll bring samples right to your windows. These are in two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size. That's the uh, that's the style of uh, the uh, plantation style shutters. Two one four three four three two six zero one sunburstshutters 214 Two one four three four three twenty six zero one 2601
2: this is Jen from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casa View. When you need reliable, localized help and those great lawn care products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Jen, very much. We uh, went there to get a dehumidifier for my garage. That's where I'm storing my books, and um, they were able to help me with that, and it was just fabulous. They're they're so good. That's a husband wife combination. And Michael and Jen have uh, really loved having that business, and they're so helpful. Let's go to Dave in Plano. I think uh, Beverly and Keller just uh, just hung up, so we have two open lines right now, 888-787-KLIF. Beverly, I was about to save you a lot of work. Uh, 888-787-5543. Dave, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Neil. Call, yes, Bill. sir. I yes, have, sir. Uh, Burford hollies along the front
4: of my house, they're very mature. They're about, oh gosh, probably 25 years old since I put them in. And I keep them trimmed about waist high. But there's a whole bunch of poison ivy or poison oak that's growing within them and out around the bottom of them. Some growing up the brick wall behind them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just been a really bad problem. And I end up, when I trim the bushes, I usually get poison ivy once or twice a year. And uh, anyhow, is there something that I can put on him? You know, right now there's such dormant, so it's not a big deal. But when it's really growing, is there something I can put a spray or do that I can kill the poison ivy but not hurt the holly?
1: No. Anything that uh, would kill poison ivy would also harm the, the uh, Burford holly, dwarf Burford. Um, and, and you also need to remember that it's the oil that's in the poison ivy plant that causes the skin irritation and that oil is even in the roots. It's in every part of the plant. So if you were to go out there and and work around the Burford Hollies now, you'd still get poison ivy. It just would be a little harder to get because you'd have to rub the, the stems harder than you would the leaves. What I would do, Dave, is number one, I would try to find somebody who is less sensitive to poison ivy than you are. In our family, that would be me. My wife gets poison ivy off my work clothes. Um, I get poison ivy, but not like she does. She is ultra-sensitive, um, and that works out pretty well because she does not go outdoors. <laughs> I, have to, I have to take her out to shore. Let me show you the landscape. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, it works out fine, but if I go out and mow on a riding mower and come back in, there's enough oil that comes uh, if, if we have some poison ivy on a, a part of an acre or something that I've mowed, She'll get it off my clothes, so I have to be really careful of, of what I bring back in the house. So that's try to find somebody who is not as sensitive. That's a starting point. Secondly, um, what I would, would do now, since the leaves are, are gone, it would be a little easier to handle it, is I would find a very small hoe, and I would try to reach into the Burford holly and pull the vines as best you can. If, if you were to clip the vines at the ground now, uh, that would, uh, with lopping shears, that would kill the poison ivy from the ground up. That's a good starting point. And, and so those vines are out of the picture. They will die. They, they'll die instantly when you do that. And they will dry and fall off the side of the house and fall out of the uh, Burford holly eventually. You don't even have to worry about it. Uh, just leave them there since there aren't any leaves to be brown and to look ugly. Um, if you if you have a small hoe and can pull some of them out of the way so it looks better if they're unsightly, then you could do that. Uh, during the growing season, if you have some of them that are going up the side of the house, you could use that same small hoe uh, to pull them off the side of the house. Just don't touch the, the, the um, head of the hoe and, and don't uh, don't you know with your hands or anything else. All right. Uh, so now down on the ground where, where these will inevitably re sprout, there you would have a chance to spray because you could spray right onto the regrowth. Let's just say that you cut them off an inch above the ground with your lopping shears. Um, there you would be able to get the regrowth when it sprouts out in May or early June with a broadleafed weed killer. It's going to contain 2,4 D. 2,4 D. That will damage the Burford holly, but you're going to be very precise in applying it only to the regrowth that comes up from the stumps of the poison ivy. And so you're not going to be getting it on the leaves of the Burford holly. And hopefully you also will not be soaking the soil with it. Uh, Most of the 2,4-D products anymore contain two other active ingredients, uh, and, and altogether they're called Trimec. Trimec does have, those two ingredients are active in the soil, so you don't want to just saturate the soil with it, but that'll kill the the re-sprouts that come up, and that's the way you would attack it. This is a good time to begin that process.
4: Okay, and I've also heard somebody say, spray, put some stuff in a glass container or something and use a paintbrush on the leaves, and that'll kill them pretty quickly.
1: Well, yes, but that also presumes that you're going to be able to get in there and in among all the Burford holly leaves and up, up to the wall of the house. Yeah. That, that's not practical. What I just gave you is good practical uh, advice. If you had if you had the, the uh, poison ivy growing, um, for example, over the top of the Burford holly, you might be able to do that with a foam rubber paintbrush, not with a regular paintbrush. Okay. But that would only kill the the leaves and the tops of the stems, I don't think you'd be able to get enough to kill the stems and the roots. And what I've given you is a is a recipe to get rid of the whole plant. Yeah, I'll, I'll try the hoe. And, and. Well, it's a hoe to pull it off, but you could use yeah. lopping shears, or if it's easier, if you have a sharpshooter spade, just angle it in right at the ground line and just cut the head off. Uh, just chop the chop the plant off, so the poison ivy plant, so that it's severed. And then your goal is to spray the re-sprouts that come up from the roots. Okay, yeah, I, I know it's the stems are bad. My sister-in-law decided
4: she'd pull a bunch of the stuff that they had without gloves or anything, and uh,
1: really got a bad case of it. Yeah. So I, yeah, anyhow,
4: it's... I'll try try that. And thanks for your help.
1: Well, it'll work. I've done it many times, and I know it'll work. I appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Great. All right. Yeah, I had uh, I had when I taught high school in Northern Ohio. I had a cocky little guy as one of my students. He was a he was a junior in high school, and he was bragging that he never got poison ivy. And before I could stop him, we were out doing some lab work in an apple orchard, and he he had decided he would chew poison ivy. And before I could get to him to say, "Don't you dare!" He chewed it, and we saw him about two weeks later. <laughs> he, he was in the hospital for two or three days. So anyway, uh, let me get a break out of the way, and we're coming back to go to Kathy in Duncanville. And uh, that's uh, going to be a good question, one I don't think I've ever had before quite like that. So we'll deal with that on Swiss chard. Let me uh, tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, this is not to be confused with the cowboy boot book with the... the uh, called A Complete Guide to Texas Gardening. Um, I don't want you to think that this is in any way a redo of that book. I did not even pick that book off the floor uh, beside me. Uh, Maybe two or three times is all, maybe in in a year uh, as I was writing this book. I wanted this one to be completely and totally different, and it is. Uh, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. There's not a one of these photos that uh, is in the old book. Uh, these are all digital photos. That's how they started. I had a few that were slides that I had scanned, but but uh, this book is your go-to gardening reference for every county in the state of Texas. Chapter 1 is uh, uh, gives details of the basics of gardening in Texas. It covers the things that apply to the following 10 chapters on hardiness zones, on the soils of Texas, the climatic zones, the, the rainfall areas of Texas, etc. Chapter 2 is a calendar 48 pages four pages per month telling you when to plant prune fertilize and protect all the plants that you're trying to grow what you need to do in each month of the year four pages per month that's people tell me neil that chapter alone pays for this book chapter three is a really detailed chapter on the shade trees for texas chapter four equally detailed on shrubs and then vines and ground covers two big chapters on annuals and perennials, a big chapter on lawns, and then fruit and vegetables. All of those written for the whole state of Texas. It's all there for you folks. It's everything I've ever written or said in a 50-year career in horticulture. took me a a lifetime to Get all this information and a year to write it and get it ready for you. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, but I do need to warn you, this book is not in stores, and not in bookstores, and it's not on Amazon. You, you buy it either through my office or my website. Either way, it comes through the office. I sign every copy as it sells, 73,000 copies sold, and each of them with a money-back guarantee of satisfaction, not one request for a refund yet. So, here are the two ways you can order it. One is by calling my office Monday through Friday. That number is 800-752-GROW, with an an, O, not a zero. That's 800-752-4769. And the other way you can buy it is by going to my website. That's the better way. And that is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.
0: Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, whiz Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. whiz Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at whiz at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. whiz Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United
4: Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed. And everyone is welcome.
1: Thank you, Pastor Tommy. Very often on Saturdays he will do a birding feature in uh, in the second hour, about an hour from now. But he is um, he is doing a funeral this afternoon, and and of a of a dear friend of ours, good friend of ours, and um, so um, we'll catch up with Tommy another week. But thank you. That's our church, the First United Methodist Church and uh, of downtown McKinney. and uh, join us as we are still worshiping online. Uh, his service is at uh, 10:05. Uh, he has services all day long at 8, 9, 10:05 and 11:10. Those are the live in person services, the streaming live services at 10:05. It's sharingtheheart.org. Advanced Foundation Repair, they are the people that I am proud to recommend to you if you have any kind of foundation issues. Twenty-five, twenty-six years now I have told you about advanced foundation repair. It took me about six weeks to check all the references out and go out on a job and and make sure that I felt comfortable in doing ads for Fred Marshall and his company. And the longer I checked those references, the more comfortable I became because they do great work. And then we became a customer of Advanced Foundation Repair because we developed some foundation problems in one add-on room of our house that had not been prepared carefully by our builder and uh, it developed uh, foundation problems. Well, they came out and made our house whole once again, and they can do the same thing for you. It starts with a home inspection, which is absolutely free without any obligation. And uh, if, you, uh, uh, if you have a foundation problem, they'll show you where it is, what it is, what it would cost to fix it, and uh, no pressure on you but, uh, at least you'll know that you have a problem. And, and, uh, I will tell you right now, if you hire them to do the repair work on your foundation, you will be hiring the best. Um, they give you a guarantee of their work when they finish. And that guarantee is transferable from owner to owner, uh, with the, with the resale of the house, that's worth a lot. And, um, Also, it is backed by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. The phone number for Advanced Foundation Repair is 214-333-0003. Their website is foundationrepairs.com, plural, foundationrepairs.com. And the phone number one more time for Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003.
0: I'm Bill Jablanowski from Jabose Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. When you need reliable, localized help in those great grilling products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Bill, very, very much. And uh, we go back to the phones. We go to Kathy in Duncanville. Kathy, this is Neil. Good afternoon.
2: Yeah, good afternoon to you. I have planted Swiss chard as a decorative plant in some pots. That I did not cover with the last couple of freezes that we've had and I'm wondering about the damage that was done the leaves look as if they've melted there in the pot if I cut all the damaged leaves off might they regrow or do I need to pull them up and start over
1: do you see any signs of life in the crown in the center of uh, centers of the no planets?
2: I do not
1: yeah um Probably they're they're lost. Uh, I would okay. wait another week of warm weather and see if, if they see. offered us anything out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound
2: no. good. No. So if I had covered them, they might have made it?
1: I think they would have if you'd covered them with frost okay. cloth.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used that on other plants, but not on those. So, yeah. okay, live and learn.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the so, truth? Isn't that no. the truth? Thanks for the call, so, Kathy. Thank you
2: very much. So, bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Let's go to Greg in Frisco. Greg, this is Neil. I may have time for both questions. Uh, otherwise, I'll have to put you on hold and pick it up on the other side of the news. How can I help? Hello, Greg. I have yeah. yep, I've just
4: moved. Uh, I've got a pool in the back and around the pool. I have uh, several palms on one side of the pool that I'm trying to eradicate. I tried hand-digging them, and I realized that palms are very tuberous and um, very difficult they're, they're mature They've probably been in for over 10 years. Okay. Um, second so I'm trying to figure out do I just dump roundup on them now and try to kill them that way and then let them rot in the ground or is there a different way I
1: should go about taking them out? Roundup is a uh, roundup is a contact weed killer and so it has to okay. go in through green leaves. you're not going to be able to put it on anything and have it soak in and, and kill. So, And I don't think it's going to kill a palm anyway. Uh, probably your best bet is going to be to have a an arborist come in with a small stump grinder and grind these out. Waiting for them to decay is going to take several years. Let me put you on hold and pick you up on the other side of the news. Would that be okay? That'd be great, thanks, Jeff. Okay, let's do that, and I won't have to rush you. Folks, we have another hour sponsored by Ace Hardware. Stay tuned.